we have a good topic today, passive aggression. Yes, I love this. When I think about passive aggression, I tend to think of the backhanded compliment, where someone is seemingly acting one way, giving a compliment, but is slyly implying something negative by it. Like, you know, when people say something like, congrats on your promotion. I didn't even know someone without a college degree could hold that title. Like, Damn. <laughs> I used to I used to have this all the time when I was waiting tables. It would be like two middle-aged, like, I don't know, rich ladies and one would order a burger and the other the other one would order a salad and the salad lady would be like, oh my gosh, good for you, Marianne. Good for you. I could never, I could never eat a burger. Oh my gosh, no. Exactly, let alone good, the good whole for you. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so shitty. Why do we do this to each other? It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. You know, but as we did more research, I kind of realized that, that um, really what it is is a type of behavior or personality characterized by indirect resistance to the demands of others and then like an avoidance of a direct confrontation, um, as in procrastinating, something pouting, misplacing important materials. So the aggressive part isn't as angry of, you know, of an aggression like we think about it, or even as direct as what you're saying of the lady saying, you know, that's pretty, it's passive aggressive, but it's also, you know, it's easy to pick up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But really what this is, is like a clear action made under a disguise. So it's someone being sure that they get their way without having to be present or direct with you. And I didn't know before that in most cases it was like in relation to what others are asking of you or an inability to meet outside forces head on. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of us get taught from a young age that our emotions aren't okay. So like when we're kids and we're angry about something, our parents are telling us not to be angry or, you know, not to be sad and to kind of like cover up our emotions. And I Mm -hmm. think that we kind of get conditioned to not express our anger or express our sadness or express our real emotions um, directly. So we go about (laughs) we go about it in all these like roundabout ways like, all right, you know what? I'm just not going to talk to you for the rest of the day. Right. And I'll show you and you'll you'll know. Instead right. of just being like, hey, what you did was shitty. Right. You know? Exactly. So funny. Well, we kind of, you know, since we were sort of confused about what this was, um, we wanted to read off a couple of little things to help you guys in the audience to make more sense of this. So you probably have some idea about what passive aggressive behavior is, but um, we found a couple resources on psychology today that really helped us understand it. So what we're going to do is read a couple of those off. So I'm going to start with this article that was about It was uh, five signs that you're dealing with a passive aggressive person. And so um, one is they're giving you the silent treatment, like nothing more passive aggressive than that. You know, when you can't get a response from someone, that's really rough and makes you feel insane. Makes me feel crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's a popular one. Definitely. Um, Number two was subtle insults. What we just, you know, we just kind of covered that. And so you're like, this is my friend. Like they just gave me a compliment. But why is that compliment making me feel like dog shit? Um, Number three was you look so much skinnier than normal. Exactly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right. The normal because you're normally a fat cow that I can't stand to look at. (laughs) So number three is sullen behavior. And this was really I, I did not think this was passive aggressive but when I read it I realized how much it was and it's like when someone is just acting upset all the time it just got that attitude yeah or or like angry yes but also if you're just like mopey that ends Mm. up like if you have someone like that in your office like it brings the whole energy of the room and the team just way down and it makes that person the center of it all 
with them not even having to really like do anything. Right. Um, and then you'll ask them what's wrong and they'll never tell you. Exactly. They say nothing's wrong. And then um, stubbornness. So when someone just like will not, um, no matter what, they won't like meet you in the middle. They're just kind of holding their position for no reason. And then the last one was failure to finish required tasks. So, you know, if you're expecting someone to do something, um, whether it be an, you know, an employee, a coworker, a friend, and they just like inexplicably are not doing it over and over and over again, and they keep just saying they're going to do it, but then they don't like that's passive aggression. That's like them basically saying fuck you to you over and over right. and over again, but in a very indirect way. Yeah. And the other uh, article that we are going to reference from Psychology Today is 10 Things Passive Aggressive People Say, which was pretty enlightening because I found that I say these things. <laughs> Me too. More than I thought. So number one is I'm not mad, which, I mean, I think we all do that, especially especially women. I mean, we do that all the time when we just say that we're not mad knowing damn well we are. And we say it with like an attitude that mm -hmm. shows that we definitely are mad. <laughs> and not even just I'm not mad, but I'm not insert any emotion that you're feeling. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're feeling that exact thing. And what you say out of your mouth is I'm not that, you right. know, like it, you might as well just like put a siren on your head and say, I'm definitely that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Number two is fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that one I probably did the most throughout my life. Just like, mm -hmm. okay, fine, I guess. Fine, whatever. Fine, mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> and that has a subtext of like, fine, whatever. But when you turn around, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you're accepting something. You're pretending to accept something that you don't really agree with. Like, fine, mm -hmm. go ahead, do it. Whatever, right. I don't care. Um, number three is I'm coming, which, <laughs> sorry, I've been watching a lot of porn lately and anytime something like this happens, anytime like there's Caroline, it's like horny mama kind of like sexual thing, like it, my brain goes there. But anyway, that is not the kind of I'm coming that we're talking about. <laughs> horny pregnant lady, calm down. <laughs> but I'm coming like, as in like, I'm coming, like if someone's waiting on you to do something, like waiting on you to go somewhere and you're clearly not ready, but you're with an attitude, you're like, I'm coming, fine. Like I, t I told you, or like I told you I was going to do it or mm -hmm. I do that kind of stuff. All the oh time. yeah. Or like, they're, you know, they're waiting for you by the door, but you're going to also unload the dishwasher. Exactly. You're going to put the laundry in. You're saying I'm coming, but you're also again saying, fuck you. I have stuff right. that I'm trying to do and I don't care that you're waiting. Exactly. Um, or the, and the fourth one is, I didn't know you meant now, mm -hmm. which like is the other shoot. one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, uh, number five is you just want everything to be perfect. So this is like when you mess up something kind of purposefully, or even maybe you didn't do it super on purpose, but you kind of just didn't care about doing it right in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then someone calls you on it and you're like, well, I didn't know you wanted to be perfect. I didn't know you expected me to be perfect. Right. Like when you tell your kid to clean up their room and you come in and they did like a super half-assed job and they just put like dirty clothes back in the drawers and <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. And you're like, I told you to clean your room. And they're like, you're such a perfectionist. It's like, no, yeah. I, actually, you just didn't do this. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, number six is, I thought you knew. Like, oh, I thought I thought I told you I was going out with my girlfriends. I thought you knew. Uh -huh. It's like. When you don't really want to ask someone like, hey, or tell someone like, hey, I'm actually going to go out after work. You just right. 
you know that they don't know, but you're just going to pretend that they did. Like, what? I thought I thought you knew I was. No? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you then, I guess. Yeah. Um, number seven is, sure, I'd be happy to. And this is clear, like, when you really don't want to do something, when you really wouldn't be happy to, but you just say it with that snarky kind of attitude, like, could you get us coffee? Sure, I'd be happy to. <laughs> and I'm going to spit in it as well. <laughs> exactly. Uh, number eight is you've done so well for someone with your education level, which right. is those backhanded compliments mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Uh, number, n- number nine is I was only joking, which my son does all the time. Like he'll say something totally out of pocket and then he'll be like, mom, I was joking. Come on. I was right. joking. And it's like, nah. You're like, that wasn't like a that. funny joke. You just said yeah. something that hurt my feelings and you definitely did it on purpose. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and then number 10 is, why are you getting so upset? Which is basically just denying the feelings of the person that you're talking to, hoping, you know, that they were telling them that they shouldn't be upset, basically. <laughs> right. That's like a classic reversal. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So those are good. I mean, I think that really illuminates what, what the issue is, you know, um, and, and it's very pervasive. Like I will say, out of all the things we talk about, this is something that I think everyone is facing, doing themselves, be having done to them on a daily basis. And it's hard to know sometimes what, like why you're feeling the way you do, you know? Absolutely. And like I said before, I do think it uh, stems back to just fear and avoidance of real conversations um, and just being just being fearful of being direct and being confrontational and not really knowing how to express our feelings. Definitely. So I want you all to know it's okay to be angry. A lot of times when we're passive aggressive, it's because we're not sure we're being reasonable or we're afraid how the other person is going to respond to us. So we're kind of afraid of that confrontation or afraid of someone just acting like our feelings don't matter at all. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because we've been told that we've overreacted in the past, but it's important to remember that whatever you're feeling is valid. If someone is pissing you off, there's a reason. And whether or not the offending party thinks the reason is valid doesn't really matter. Your feelings have to be important enough to you to express them in a, health, in a healthy way. Preach. So when you're doing something to avoid a real conversation, th- stop and think for a moment about what you're feeling and why you're feeling this way. Because the more importance you give to your own feelings, the less likely someone can make you feel like what you're saying is a bunch of bullshit. And the more direct you'll be able to be. Right. Practicing giving yourself a voice takes a little time and effort if you're not used to being direct with someone. It takes practice. So wait until you're not super angry or emotional to have an important conversation. Because if you try to have an important conversation or express your feelings in the heat of the moment, it might not come out as well as you would hope. You might overreact. You might, you know, say something you don't mean. Or you might just shut down. So if you're in the middle of an argument, then instead of saying something passive-aggressive like, let me out of this car right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is super passive-aggressive and doesn't accomplish anything, say, you know what, I need a minute, or let's talk about this later because right now I'm really angry. Then gather your thoughts and talk about the facts of the situation and how it made you feel. For example, if your man came home at 3 o'clock in the morning when he said he was just having a beer with his friend and shouldn't be home late, instead of confronting him at 3 a.m. when you're hot, or instead of not saying shit but giving him the silent treatment the next day, wait until the next morning or afternoon when you're not as fuming with anger 
and say the facts of the situation, which are, it really bothered me that you said you were having a couple of beers and instead you stayed out all night. Next time I would appreciate if you would call me because it felt like you didn't care about the fact that I'd be home waiting for you, all worried about you. When we don't directly confront the problem, it tends to fester and you start making up shit in your head. Like when he's out, when you're there waiting for him all night, you might think, oh, he's probably cheating and, you know, you make up all these stories and if you never confront him about it, those stories stay in your head and then the next time he doesn't answer the phone when you call him, you're going to lose it and be like, he's probably with that bitch, that mm -hmm. bitch that probably doesn't even exist. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So it's, <laughs> so it's better to just have real conversations about how you feel so you can let that emotion go instead of holding on to it and letting it build. Yeah. Yeah, that's all great advice, you know. And I think I realized a long time ago that I had passive aggressive tendencies myself and just like you're saying, when I'm in a relationship or a friendship with someone who also has them, it's a very tough and fraught situation. Like if neither person can be direct and both are tit for tatting, logging every dis, generally getting in each other's way, it's a recipe for disaster. And that's especially true with, with business. Um, and after giving this some thought, I really see that, you know, at my core, I really do want to be direct. And this is something I've been working on through therapy and all different, you know, just in, in self-reflection and thought in the last few years. And I've realized that we're socialized as women and I would say in particular, white women are socialized this way. And I don't really, we don't really get into that in our show. We don't want to open that can of worms, but I want to refer people. Um, there's a great episode of a podcast, Small Doses with Amanda Seals, episode 21, Side Effects of White Women. And y'all should listen to that. But yes, as women, we're socialized not to speak up and be direct, but then are criticized for being too passive or worse, passive aggressive. So right. Who wouldn't revert to passive acts of aggression, though, when you've been quieted, hushed and sidelined for centuries and have a legitimate right to be pissed off about that with no real yeah. outlet? You know, but anyway, that's not neither here and nor we there. Learn from, we learn from our, you know, our moms. And if our moms are passive aggressive, we'll probably tend, you know, we learn sure. how to how to communicate from our parents. So if that's the way they communicate and that's the way women have been having to communicate for years because they didn't feel like they had a voice and it's just been passed down and passed down, then it's just, you know. Yeah, or, you know, and in, in parenting too, the same thing you said earlier. You know, when we tell our children, don't cry, don't be angry, oh, you're really angry about that, you know, those types of things, we're, we're pushing them toward passive aggression because we're not giving them a real outlet to to be upset, to have feelings that matter. Right. We're not telling them that their feelings are valid or warranted from the beginning. And so, of course, we feel that way, right? Yeah, but, I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah, but no matter no matter why it happened, it has to end now. We see it now, and now we see that we can speak truth without hysteria. We don't need to be yelling at each other. We also don't need to be sneakily disobeying by making excuses, pushing deadlines, or just totally not meeting them. Um, being unresponsive or using lying words about how we feel while acting in a way that makes it quote unquote obvious, right? Right. Because we think it's obvious, obvious to Definitely. us, but maybe not to our friends, partners, and children. It's just, you know, it's all very dramatic. I think that we do that a lot as, as women, like we, we, we expect guys to kind of know what we're thinking by mm -hmm. like our actions. Like if we're even to like the smallest things, like we'll be cold and we want them to give them, give us their jacket Instead of just being like, hey, can I get your jacket? You'll just be like, brr, oh my gosh. Right. 
Oh, it's chilly in here. Oh, wow. And then we're like mad if they can't pick up on it. Like we give it, you know, we think it's their fault to not be able to like read the signs and really like, couldn't you just ask for the damn jacket? Like, come on, (laughs) over it up. We'll be like, I'm hungry. Like we want them to take us somewhere to eat. I'm hungry. Like, yeah, my belly's really growling here. Yeah. You hear that? Paul would be really good about that, and that's probably why I liked him so much when we were dating, because I would do dumb shit like that, but he would, I would be like, I'm hungry, and he'd be like, do you want, do you want me to take you somewhere to eat? Well, <laughs> like, that's what he said to me before about Paul, that just like, he, passive aggressive, passive aggressive behavior doesn't work on him, because he immediately just calls it out, and then it's deflated, you know? Right, he's a very direct person, which is good, right. because like, if I had to deal with like people working on our house and not doing the best job or having to like curse out, I don't know, best buy on the phone because they fucked up something like I'm so bad at that, but yeah. he's so good at that. <laughs> right. He just, he just like doesn't see. And that's what I'm saying. Like doesn't see why you wouldn't be direct. Doesn't see the value in not being direct, you know? Right. And doesn't care about hurting people's feelings, which I think is another thing is why we are passive aggressive because we really don't want to have that direct confrontation that might make the other person feel bad, which will in turn make us feel bad. Right. So we just kind of like do all these roundabout. But honestly, like that's all an unknown. We can't know if we're going to hurt someone's feelings. We can't know if their feelings is going to hurt our feelings. Like, so we're operating and doing this passive aggressive behavior without any concrete evidence that that will actually transpire. You know, and, you know, I want to talk about the example you brought up earlier about, you know, someone in the relationship wanting to like go out with their friends, say. So I was thinking about that because I'm like, well, how many times do we not say how we feel while trying to use our like pouting or hot attitudes to try to get our partners to do what we want? So Mm -hmm. when the guy's like, can I go out with the guys tonight? And then you don't say, you know, really, like, tonight's not a great night for me to watch the kids alone. You know, you just got back from a work trip. And actually, I really need you to help me weeding the yard. So can you reschedule? Like, just like that. Plain and simple. What do we do? Say, sure, whatever you want. I mean, I guess going out with the guys is really important. And then we, like, bang things around, huff and puff. (laughs) And then they say, so "So you don't want me to go? And then you say, no, I don't care. I mean, obviously, (laughs) you don't want to be here. So maybe you should just go right bang bang slam slam and then they're like are you sure because you seem kind of upset and then you say no I'm fine I'm great yeah see you later whatever yeah whatever (laughs) and then leave the room and can you see like listening to it like that why that wouldn't work it's crazy yeah and I think that it's even it's even more uncomfortable when you don't have an excuse like because you know before I had kids or a kid and a half (laughs) <laughs> or like a, re- a real reasonable excuse for wanting a guy to stay with me and not wanting him to go out because you just want to spend time with him. So in that situation where you really don't even have like a concrete reason besides the fact that you want to spend time with him, I think that makes it even more difficult to just say, no, I don't want you to go out with your friends. I just want you to spend time with me because then you like, are, am I feeling, am I selfish or whatever? But right. even in that situation, it would be better for you to be like, well, you know, you sure you can go out with your friends but I would have really liked it if we could have had a night together right and then maybe they say if they're being calm and direct maybe they say I've been with you for the last six nights you know and I want to 
I, I get to spend some time with my friends too and they can make their argument and you can come right. to an agreement between the and two it of just, you. And it's just a conversation instead of just being like, sure, fine, I guess. Right. And they go out and then you're just pissed off and doing the thing where you're slamming stuff and yeah, peeling off. I used to do that all the time. I used to just drive my car. Like I would just peel off like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just aggressive, aggressive. I don't know how passive that is. <laughs> But it's instead of having a conversation about like why yeah, why I'm pissed right. off, I just like leave and like try to show you how angry I am by the way I'm driving. <laughs> right, exactly. And okay, so why do we do this, right? So for me, like exactly like you said, I'm afraid of the outcome of my directness. I'm hardwired not to disappoint people. I don't like to hurt people's feelings. I hate confrontation. I fear others people other people's anger and I want everyone to like me but what I've seen and what I know now in the position I'm in is that when I'm not direct it creates all of that more pointedly than when I tell people the truth about how I'm feeling they end up finding out how I feel anyway they're disappointed that I wasn't upfront with them then they see me as untrustworthy and then of course they can't view me in the same positive light that they did before all that went down and so like I see now how frustrating it is to deal with a passive-aggressive person because when someone is truly passive-aggressive it's difficult to even tell what they're doing that makes you feel so crazy and confronting them only makes it worse you just feel like you know a dog chasing your tail yep so, I mean, I, I admire people like Paul. Like, I really do. Because it, it just doesn't seem like he worries about all these things. And I do think that's sort of a, another socialization thing, that women are conditioned to constantly question themselves while yeah. men feel like Paul. And in his case, maybe it's realistic, but sometimes it's unrealistic and unwarranted. They feel a sense of control and authority just because they have a penis. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it, I kind of like, I marvel at the way he handle situations sometimes like even with us it makes it and it makes me uncomfortable sometimes also in our relationship because if he has a problem with me he doesn't let it like sit like he'll be like hey you're doing x y and z and i'm not having it and Uh keep doing it it's going to be a problem and and if i have a problem with him it's more likely to drag out right and he's gonna have to ask me what's going on and i don't just like say hey we need to talk about this. This is what you're doing, and I don't like it, and blah, da 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 So I think that men definitely are, in general, although I have been with a lot of passive-aggressive guys as well, so I think the, I think depends it depends on, on, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, like one thing about people who are a little bit more direct and a little bit more black and white, like my husband, Emil, a lot of times he gets so frustrated because I'm always in, in my empathy and thinking about how other people feel or worried about how people are going to react to me. Right. Mm, and mm-hmm. one line that he's had a lot and it's, you know, caused tension between us. So we're, he's working on it, trying not to say this, but a lot of times he just says to me, who cares? And I say, right. obviously I fucking care. Yeah. That's why I'm talking <laughs> about this, you yeah. know? And it just, it totally invalidates like what I'm feeling and that like what he's trying to say. And he always backs up and says, this is like, you can't control how other people feel. You can't control how other people respond to your, what you need and what you're going to say, right. you know? And so who cares how they feel? But like when you're the type of person who, who honestly does and that affects them, then saying who cares is just like saying, you know, it's kind of passive aggressive, honestly. Yeah. But I hate when people are mad at me. Yeah. It makes course. me feel Every, really I, bad. Yeah, I know. But some people but it's don't. About them. 
right? Some it's people about them. don't give a shit if someone's mad at them. Unless right. it's like someone they super, they like really, really care about. Then they might care. But I care about like, I don't know, the guy who mows our lawn or something. Like I'd be upset if he was mad. Right. But that's the thing. Like, so <laughs> like ultimately that's the point, right? That other, how others feel should impact us as empathetic people. If we didn't care how others felt, we'd be sociopaths. But right. you can't let how you're, you know, the guy who's cutting your lawn, you can't let his attitude or how he feels, you can't let it ruin your day or your week right. or your month or your life. You know, right. someone's reaction is their own choice, their own business, their own responsibility. And all we can control is how we show up in interactions with others. Right. Hopefully kind, truth minded, transparent. We can control our intentions and honoring our individual ideals about what it means to be a good person. So, you know, yeah. you, you can't like, like, that's really the who cares thing is like, like, it's good to worry about how other people feel. But like you're saying, don't let a stranger shit all over your day. Who cares how yeah. they feel? You know, like, you don't have to live in their life. You have yeah. to know, like, you have to validate your own feelings, just like you said, you know. It's true. Your feelings have to be important enough to you. Yeah. And one thing, you know, I think is just staying away from toxic relationships built on passive aggression. And next week or two weeks from now, we're going to talk about friend shedding, which I think is really important, like identifying those relationships and getting rid of them if they're not working or they're making you feel bad. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I think we need to get clear on our responsibilities to show up as the best versions of ourselves. And that will help to validate if you feel like you are being a good person and you're the best version of yourself, then it's easier to validate the feelings you have. And then it's easier to stand up for yourself as well. Agreed. So what's the homework? So the homework is to identify a place in your life where you're being passive aggressive. So maybe think about those 10 things that passive aggressive people say. And like if you where you're saying any of those things in your life. And identify what you're feeling in those moments. So are you feeling afraid to really express how you're really feeling? Are you feeling like you just want to avoid the situation altogether? Or you're trying to give hints to how you're feeling instead of being direct? Ask yourself, why can't you be honest and direct? Like, is, is, are you afraid that the person you're talking to are, is going to blow up at you? Um, if you have to talk to your boss about something, are you afraid you're going to get reprimanded in some sort of way? Try to figure out what it is that's standing between you and your honesty and your directness. And what is a different way to approach the situation in the future? So how can you, what can you do to be more honest and direct? Like what, what kind of things can you tell yourself? Could you wait until you're not feeling so emotional about it and kind of think about what you're going to say before you say it? And that way you can kind of construct <laughs> you know, uh, not a speech, yeah, but argument. kind of yeah. like construct the interaction in a way that'll be best for you. Yeah. And that could be positive, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I'm going to do a little quick recap of the points because I know this was a longer episode. So, and we said a lot. So really quick, um, being passive aggressive is really about fear and avoidance. It's okay to be angry. In fact, it's okay to feel whatever you feel. Validate your feelings because it's really okay that you feel them. You know, it, it, they may be irrational. And even having irrational feelings is sometimes okay. And you can just approach it from there and be open to hearing what, you know, people in your life that you love have to say about it and working on it. Um, when you are dealing with someone passive aggressive, using calm and direct I statements that are based in fact is the best way to go. Um, 
practice giving yourself a voice and give yourself some time to cool down before discussing facts of the situation and how you feel. Identify passive aggressive behavior for what it is and then decide how to react to it. Um, You can take control of how you react. Be honest with yourself about when you are relying on passive aggression and try to be more direct. You cannot control how others react, but you can control how you react to their reaction. Be poised. And then just a couple other things that we read that we thought were good. Um, When you're dealing with someone that's not close to you that's constantly passive aggressive, like someone at work, and it's just annoying, just ignore them. You don't have to feed into what they're doing. You can just like blow it off. You know, there's really no point on wasting your energy with someone like that unless you, you know, you have to or you love them. Um, Another thing you can do with people you don't know as well or, or people you are close with is use humor to deflect passive aggression. So if you say to someone like, oh, hey, John, how was your weekend? And they just like don't respond, which is basically, again, like a big middle finger. You can say, oh, that good, huh? Yeah. And that sometimes can like make them laugh or open up to, you know, they can make them see that they're being passive aggressive. And then the last one is, you know, be a Paul, like just call people on it right away in a common direct way or in front of other people. And there's really like no defense that they have for that. Like if right, someone's like, saying, well, I guess you could do whatever, whatever you're like, whoa, um, you're obviously upset. Like, yeah, <laughs> bring it like, down. Are, a you notch. Give, are you giving me the silent treatment right now? <laughs> Right, exactly. Because whenever someone's giving you the silent treatment and you say, are you giving me the silent treatment? What can they say? But they have to talk. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, they could just like. Or they could just keep doing (laughs) it. Continue on, which is fine. And then, yeah, yeah, revert to point six, ignore them and move on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Give them the silent treatment. Now we're now we're really back to the the power (laughs) of this episode is tit for tat that shit. You're going to ignore me. I'm going to ignore you. (laughs) No, don't do that. That's not right. Right, like a staring contest. See who long. See how long you can last. That's like what me and my sister used to do when we were kids. Like, I'm giving you the silent treatment. Well, I'm giving you the silent treatment. Let's see who breaks first. Exactly. It's just talk. like that's like at, at the end of the day, passive aggressive behavior is immaturity. Absolutely. If you're, you know, and that's what we're advocating for here is like ovary up, grow up, ovary up. and start dealing <laughs> with with this, you know start dealing with your emotions start claiming who you are start telling people how you feel you must you must do this yes all right tell people where to find us okay so we would really appreciate if you would rate and review our podcast it's on itunes and spotify kick in the panties and subscribe and share this episode with anybody in your life who you feel might be a little passive aggressive. Oh my God. That might so be a passive aggressive move. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just wanted you to listen to this episode. Maybe you can share it with someone who is dealing with someone who's passive aggressive. Mm, better, better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or And please write us a question. We love answering your questions. So if you have a question for us, write us in a question at kickinthepennies.com. Uh, and you can also visit us at Facebook slash KITP podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited about this this whole thing. I'm feeling pumped up. Yes. Right? No I'm, more I feel passive like I, aggression. Yeah, I'm going to just like confront all kinds of people about all kinds yeah. of stuff. You know what? I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I just want you to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm ready. All right, y'all. This has been Carolyn and Becca asking, what are you going to do this week? Kicking the panties. Let them bitches know, girl.